Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... This movie is a smack to the guts, man. you got to watch it because Alfre Woodard, she's absolutely amazing. She carries this movie, right? Just the emotion. Excuse me, man. It seems that your children have been going missing and also a bit of sorcery has been spotted in your house upon receiving child. So where is child after sorcery has taken place? We would like to know. Please get... And this one is a weird film. And basically, the title says it all. She Dies Tomorrow is a film about a lady who wakes up one day and some weird sort of, well, we see them as lights, but in her head, something goes on. Good afternoon, Deval. Good afternoon, teacher. (laughs) How are you doing? (laughs) I am doing fine, my brother. So listen, how are we doing this? So we've got what? um, Have we we got any shout outs this week, Deval? Yes, we've got some shout outs this week, actually. We've always got shout outs. So this week we have uh, three shout outs. First one goes to Bath79, a long time listener of the show. And he actually responded to the post last week that we put out for... A very controversial film, actually. This film is like Marmite. It literally <laughs> splits the room. You either love it or you hate it. And this film I'm talking about is Project Power. <sighs> so we spoke about it last week. I didn't really much like it. Yeah. You as well didn't really like it. Nah. He didn't like it. So Bath79 said he hated it. It let him down. And he voiced his opinion on Instagram. And it, it goes to show sometimes when a film really, you know, gets your passion up, when you really have an opinion about it, whether it's good or bad, you say something about it, which he did. So he said, yeah, he doesn't like it. And I agree, don't like it. So, yeah, the less said about that one, the better. The better. Okay, yeah, <laughs> exactly. who shout out? Second shout out goes out to Echo Loves You Too. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice, yes. thanks. Echo loves you too. Echo <laughs> loves you too. Echo loves you too. Echo loves you too. Yes, uh, so uh, Echo loves you too is a, yeah, just a person that uh, goes on holidays a lot and stuff and literally said, yeah, like your, like your your page. And he also asked us, asked us if we can also go on his page, yeah. which we've done. His page is great. So Echo loves you too. Your page is great. Keep doing, keep up the good work. Do your thing. Another shout out goes to Natalie24. Uh, she actually also responded to the uh, Project Power yeah. uh, post and she loved it. She, Natalie 24th, loves it. Uh, also, Emmanuel loves it as well. Yeah. He said he loves it. And I was like, okay, I was, surpri- I was surprised. I thought he was going to cuss it, but he loved it. So he literally splits the room, like we said. Some people love it, some people hate it. Uh, Zakrov, again, another shout out to Zakrov, who is a, a relatively new listener, but he doesn't mess around. He's been listening to the show like crazy yeah. every single week. He's, he's promoting our show, that which is... I really, we really appreciate that. I, know, I mean, man. that's super he's literally happy promoting about our show. Exactly. He's from Amsterdam. So he's an international, like, you know, he's there like born Treadstone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure but if we go to Amsterdam one day, we definitely got to chill with, with exactly. Zach. We better yeah, not like definitely. he better not be like like you know we see him on the bench and he's like you know we start chatting and he starts beating us up and like you know hey like what <laughs> you, Bourne does. He probably will yeah. to test us. He might just do that. Exactly. Just start, he might jump us just to test us and see how strong we are. If we can like withstand his attack, then he'll like. <laughs> you know, get us a drink. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're in the program, the Treadstone program. Yeah, But you, exactly. listen, like, you know, on, on Project Power, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I just kind of had a quick look at this. It's like, it's trending on Netflix. Like it's one yeah. of the, it's a big movie for Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big names, Jamie Foxx, yeah. uh, Gordon uh, Levitt something. <laughs> Gordon, yeah. <laughs> I'll forget the middle Joseph, one. Joseph, yeah, Gordon. Jo- that's it, Gordon. Jo- Jordan. Gordon, yeah. <laughs> Gordon, Jordan. <laughs> him from inception that guy yeah, exactly, yeah. That guy. he's good as well i know man he's good uh so listen talking about <laughs> netflix devaldo they they yes. just introduced a new function haven't they I, I mean i haven't seen this thing yet but is it have you got it on over over there in england not yet but uh onto the movie news and all kinds of news netflix is going to introduce a shuffle function so this is going to enable you to uh just press play on a playlist and it will shuffle recommended shows that or shows that are recommended to you according to your viewing habits so a bit like how your spotify works or your apple music or whatever it might be it just shuffles a whole playlist 
And I guess it's there to mix and match because some people tend to stick to certain shows, but this is going to give you recommendations and let you shuffle through it to keep you watching. You want to keep you at home, plug yeah. to your TV. I know, man. I say sometimes it's good to get out, but I mean, this, this shuffle function, <laughs> let's see how it works. Let's see how it works. Hey, listen, so Devada, let me just quickly mention something. Like now I know for a fact that you and I, right, we, we're on the same level on this because, you know, you put some news on about Will Smith and Kevin Hart. Like seriously, that yep. was the news that I was going to put up on there as well. So I was just oh, like, okay. man, we, we're, <laughs> our source is exactly the same. But yep. check this out. Will Smith and Kevin Hart, they're going to be starring in a remake of Planes, Trains and Automobiles. And listen, I've got to tell you, right, that movie for me, I remember watching it in the 80s, late 80s. I think it's 88, I think. 87. Uh, was it 87? Sorry. Okay. Yeah. God, look at you, man. <laughs> Teaching the teacher, man. Um, so Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Um, so uh, what was his name? John Candy and um, Steve Martin. Yeah. I love that movie. And I remember there's this one scene in there with the pillows. Do you, remember, do you know the scene that I'm talking about? No, I can't remember. No, no. Come on, man. This is this, this movie. When they're sleeping in the, in the bed. Is that <laughs> it? That's it, yeah. And he goes, so, so they, they're snuggled up next to each other. And they've had like a horrendous, they've had like a horrendous journey. They're snuggled up on a bed together. It's cold, it's freezing, right? And Steve Martin kisses John Candy. And he goes, they wake up kind of slowly shuffling in the bed. And he goes, why did you kiss me? And then he doesn't say anything. And then he goes, he goes, where are your hands? And then he goes, in between pillows. And then he goes, Steve Martin goes, those aren't pillows. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so he had his hands in his ass. Oh, gosh. <laughs> right. Okay. So um, Will Smith and Kevin Hart, they're going to be mm. doing this reboot, remake, whatever it is. So yeah, man, this is funny. That's going to be interesting. I think they've got a good, uh, they're both from Philadelphia, aren't they? Yeah. So they've, they've got a good... Uh, ah. I think they've got good. They'll have good chemistry. They're both like stars in their own right, and I think they will do a good job on that one. So that's that's due to come out, I believe, in twenty twenty one, late twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. I think maybe twenty twenty two actually. So yeah, look out for that one. All right. Okay. Now Blanchett, Swinton, mm. and mm. Waltz. What's mm. going on with these three? Mm. So yeah. So a, a few weeks ago, we broke the story that Guillermo del Toro mm. is going to be helming uh, the new Pinocchio film. And uh, guess who's guess who he's got starving? Well, you've just broken it actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So Kate Blanchett, Tilda Swinton, and Christoph Waltz are all going to be starring in that film and doing uh, playing roles that have not yet been disclosed. But people can you know you can guess maybe who's going to be Pinocchio, who's going to be Jimmy the Cricket. <laughs> And, and the rest. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, do you know what? That's 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 all. All of them are quirky actors, and they're all, especially Tilda Swinton. I can John. see her in this kind of these quirky roles. But yeah, they all they'll all do a good job in this one. Mm. They'll all do a good job in this one. I think. I think it's a good cast. That's a really good cast. It is. is. It is definitely. And they're like Oscar. Well, what Christopher Waltz is Oscar winner. Blanchett. I'm pretty sure she's she's got to won an Oscar, right? I, I would think so. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did for that film, wasn't it? Uh, Blue Jasmine or something, was it? Oh, I think. Okay, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now let's speak about the boys. I can't wait for the second mm. season, which is going to be dropping on the fourth of September. So, folks. That's correct. If you, listen, just listen, seriously, if you have not seen The Boys, go watch it. You're going to love it. It's like the anti, um, if you're sick and tired of like Marvel movies, superhero movies, this is kind of like the anti, you know, superhero program for you. It's brilliant. It's funny. It's bloody. It's got everything in it. So season two is coming out in, in, in a week's time or whatever. But Deval, yeah. what's happening? They've Have they announced the season three? Season three has already been green lit. Season yeah. three is already in the pre-production stage. It's going to happen. So we'll get it. We'll get season three sort of, sort of similar time next year. And they did a nice little teaser to, sh to show you which new actor is going to join season three. Oh. And it's none ever, none other than, uh, remember that show, Supernatural? That, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I don't know if it still runs, but it ran for years anyway. But yeah, Jensen Ackles or Jensen Ackles. Yes. He's the the blonde of the two brothers. He was the blonde one. Right. He is going to be in The Boys season three. He's going to be playing a, a, a character who is reminiscent to Captain America. And uh, he's, he's, not like, he's sort of like an old school war person who's got, you know, a few powers and stuff like that. But yeah, he's going to be in season three. He's the the newest character. He's the newest, the new kid on the block. So season three is going to be 
great, I'm sure. Season two, that's going to be great. From what I understand, it's going to be decent. Yeah. Real, I'm looking forward to that one a lot, Me too. a lot. Me too. So yeah, yeah, get ready to binge watch that one, folks. And um, all right, okay, now the big news this week. So back mm. in the... So in America, DC, so DC Comics, DC Universe, DC Pictures, whatever you want to call them, Warner Brothers, they've been putting together the fat DC fandom. And this has been blowing up the internet, man. It's just like everywhere I look on movie news, it's just everything is about kind of DC. And don't worry, folks, we are going to break this down for you, right? So there's been so much stuff coming out of there that, um, yeah, we just kind of got to spend like at least about, you know, five, six minutes talking about this. So, Devaldo, should we start start with the Batman stuff first? Batman. Yeah, start with that. Batman, uh, as we all know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Reeves, uh, Robert Pattinson, and a whole host of other stars, uh, uh, Zoe Kravitz all yeah. going to be in the new Batman due to be released I think October 2021 now it's being pushed back but yeah the tra- we, 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 we mentioned last week uh, I think we, we mentioned that the trailer was going to drop soon yeah. it has dropped we've seen the trailer I want to ask your initial thoughts what was your initial thoughts on the trailer it's you know, about two minutes long isn't it it's two minutes long and should I tell you something it's a, for me anyway, personally I think it's just a brilliant teaser I think it's just mm, like mm. it's just the right amount of like it's, it's, it doesn't mm. give us shit like we don't know what the hell is going on but all we know yeah. is Commissioner Gordon like there's there's, there's Batman you see a, like mm. a split second of like Catwoman in there like Zoe mm. Kravitz and like you know we know yeah. that there's like you know the Riddler's going to be in it we know that uh, Cobblepot's going to be in it Penguin's going to be in it Jeez, man, it's just like Carmine yeah. Falcone's going to be in there as well. So it's got oh, all these. Falcone. I know, man. <laughs> but Devaldo, it's it's dark, isn't it? It's just like yeah, there isn't yeah. any. Um, Looks a bit more neo noir kind of. Yes. And from what I understand, from when we sort of broke it, well, a while ago now, when they were, when they were going to make a new Batman, they said they were going to make it a bit more detective. Yes, because Batman from back in the day, I mean, he's a he's the world's greatest detective, and I think this film is going to really illustrate his intelligence not 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 just his brawn so we're going to see that part of him in this film and from the trailer it kind of looks like he's working more with the cops and the cops kind of they know he's so good they don't work against him anymore i think the cops are working with him so but also we do we do get a bit of a a glimpse into his brutality there's a Mm. the part where he's beating down on one guy <laughs> and even when a guy's down and out he doesn't stop exactly it's, like, and it's not like the MMA rage. where the ref comes and stops it he just beats down on this guy <laughs> and I'm sure his face is pulverised exactly and you know you like know? this thing about um, I think Matt Reeves went on record to say like, kind of like we're going old school with this exactly what you said like yeah. film noir and there's a, there's, a, there's a little clip where you see the boots like you know there's kind of like this shot of the boots and I thought to myself the, even the boots are old school man they just look old school like, like no high tech no like I don't know yeah. like rubberized type of thing <laughs> yeah, that yeah. just look like you know plimsoll yeah. type of like trainers man proper <laughs> boots or whatever yeah basic like, like he bought them from Camden like from <laughs> exactly, one of the markets you know exactly. there's no like tech to it it's just black boots that can <laughs> ruggedly do a job <laughs> so <know? laughs> so folks if you have not seen that right if there's you know if you're fans of Batman uh, like you know and all those different characters even if you're not a fan of you know the comic books go check it out it's, it's really really great now that's not the only thing about Batman that we need to speak about. So, Zack Snyder... Sorry, uh, the other thing that I want to quickly mention, the Batman uh, HBO Max series is going to be a prequel. So, this is the next thing that's going to be coming out. Matt Reeves has gone on record and he said, listen, we're also going to be doing a HBO series and this Mm -hmm. is going to be based on the Batman Year One comic. So, this is kind of like a prequel. So, this is the stuff that happens before we get to, you know, the Batman. So, there's going to be like Commissioner Gordon. There's going to be all the stuff leading up to, you know, there being a Batman. And then maybe in the second series or the third series, then we do get to see kind of like maybe a Batman. So, that was that oh, other wow. thing. Yeah. Just, say, just while we're on Batman, I'm going to quickly jump forward before we yeah. come back to the rest of DC fandom. But you've heard of the news, yeah? Of of the return of oh, Ben Affleck. Yes. Yeah. I mean, oh. this was news. I, I was like, what? This is wicked. I got a notification and I was like, damn, this, this has got to be crazy. This can't be true because Ben Affleck's already said he's out. He's out of it. Yeah. He's done his thing. He's hung up the, the cape and cow. But no, he's coming back uh, to DC and he's going to be in a Flashpoint movie, which is going to be directed by Andy Muschietti from It. It, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I guess this is going to be, this can be kind of standalone because in, in Flashpoint, alternative universes yes. and alternative, you know, 
events transpire. So that's why we're going to get the return of Michael Keaton and who knows who else we're going to get. Yeah. Maybe George Clooney might show up. Imagine I mean, that. has anyone thought of that? It could happen. Val Kilmer, it could happen. Knows? But check this out, exactly. right? So uh, director, he goes, this is what you had to say. I'll just quickly kind of summarize it all. So Affleck's Batman is very is a very substantial part of the emotional impact of the new Flash movie. And there's going to be kind of like, for what he says is there's going to be a lot of interaction between Affleck's uh, Wayne and Barry yeah. Allen. So there's going to be some sort of kind of like mentoring going on maybe. Mm, you know, he's... Mm. And remember, um, in just they both lost their mums, didn't they? Yes, they both lost their mums, so exactly. that's the connection there. Exactly. And remember in um, in Justice League where Barry Allen he he goes back or no? Where, where, hang on, does he go forward or does he go back to see Bruce Wayne? Batman. And that, yeah. that was in Batman versus Superman. Oh, sorry, Batman even. versus Superman. Mm. Yeah. 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 He, he jumps forward and says, "Oh, Lois is the key." Yes. Or something like that. It's like a really quick like quick part and, and then yeah. he goes oh has it happened yet or am i too early that was it he goes he yeah, says something like, am, am yeah, i too early yeah. so there's probably this kind of little thing yeah. as well that happens yeah. um and then obviously the whole flashpoint thing now could michael keaton could he be thomas wayne could he be the bruce wayne of you know the tim burton movies like who knows like you know we mm. just don't know so this is all mm. going to be great news um looking really looking forward to that and devaldo what else what else did we get from fandom yeah so we got the we've got the the, the the trailer for the uh the snyder cut of uh yes. of uh, justice league it, it was a bit in very much so like how schneider likes his 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 trailers and stuff the music is old school yeah there's not much uh there's no there's no audio from the actual like visuals so it's just no, nice sort of cool music with uh, some new footage from what what he's uh, he's shot, just to give us a bit of a taster as to you know what we're going to expect when the full uh, sort of mini series is released next year. But yeah. it looks neat. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to watch it for sure, and oh, I'm yeah. sure many people are going to watch it as well. But it looks it, it's it's neat, and I think that that's a nice little teaser to sort of whet the appetite for what's going to happen next year. So. Yeah. That was cool. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one yeah. for sure. And what did you make of the whole thing about him splitting it up into hour long little things? I think it's cool. I mean, I wasn't expecting that to be honest, but I do think it's a cool concept because it means that people are going to be more, I guess, business wise, more uh, uh, attached or they're going to be, yeah, they're going to be more, more attached to HBO rather than go there for one event. They're going to go there on a weekly basis and that's, that's going to tie people in to maybe get a subscription and, to, to watch more from HBO. So yeah, it's a good marketing, you know, thing. And it also gives him more time to flesh out the long, you know, <laughs> the long scenes and all the extra scenes that he's, uh, that he's filmed. So yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Definitely. All right. Okay. Now let's cool. speak about, let's speak about the rock, oh. Dwayne, the rock Johnson, oh man. Gosh. Come on, let's speak mm, about this. Come mm, on. Mm. So yes, yeah, the black Adam, black Adam, as we all know, uh, the rock, uh, is going to be playing black Adam, who is a sort of mega ca- character in DC, his powers are like Superman, but also tied to magic. Very, very similar. Yeah, very, very similar actually to Shazam, how Shazam works. But uh, Black Adam is a anti-hero. He's not a goody-goody like Superman at all. Yeah. He's not even like a bit of a lost child like Shazam. He is like, he's like how, I don't know, he's like a cable. He's like a like a Wolverine, not even worse than Wolverine. Black Adam will will. will body a person <laughs> he will body, <laughs> he will body you to get what he to get what he needs he's from the egyptian sort of you know uh sort of uh, background uh he was i think he was i think he may have been uh sold into slavery or something yeah. his people were wronged basically and he's there to like you know bring justice to all people that are wronged by any means necessary he's like if you could if you could if you can if you can call superman martin luther king you'll definitely call black adam malcolm x yeah he is the sort of action means. speak louder than words yeah sort of thing so that was a teaser trailer in, in a bit of an animation sort of voiceover yeah. form the rock kind of presented it so that was very very nothing's been filmed yet so we, we weren't expecting any sort of real trailers so yeah. and it was interesting what he had to say like he turned around and he, he said something on like twitter or instagram and he said like he goes black adam's been with him for for a very long time and he said one of the main things i know that's ages one of the main things i always loved about black adam is that he was anti-hero i love that he has his own sense of black adam justice and it's like what you said about the slave thing he said i i I also love the fact that his origins are are that of a slave and he he brings that burden along with him so he just dishes out that kind of justice because yeah 
yeah. that's, that was the way it was for him back in the day. So exactly. um, it's, this is going to be cool, man. Exactly. And then the last bit of the DC news that we'll talk about from a DC fandom for now is Wonder Woman yeah. and the new trailer, the new trailer dropped, uh, which actually showed us, uh, what's her name? Cheetah. Yes. Yeah. I've and people were like, his name actually. <laughs> oh, it's, it's uh, I can't remember. It'll come to me, but she's been in like a lot of comedy stuff, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah. Uh, comedy stuff and whatever. She was in like Bridesmaids and all that kind That's of stuff, it, but yeah. Kristen, Kristen something. Kristen, Kristen Wig. Wig. That's the one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so this trailer showed us a bit more of uh, Oberyn Mardell. Uh, Reminds me of Trump <laughs> Pedro in this. Pascal. <laughs> exactly, he does, yeah. Uh, showed us a bit more, I think it showed us a bit more about what the how the powers are going to be. Because I think there's some sort of artifact that allows you, I think Pedro Pascal is going to sort of tell the world that this artifact can give you your heart's desire. Right. Anything you imagine, you can get. So I think Wonder Woman imagines Steve Trevor. Oh, right. That's why he comes back. And I think that's how Kristen Wiig's character imagines, because she's, she's an archaeologist or something, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. And she, she wants to be like the pinnacle of human abilities or something, I don't know. She wants to be like Wonder, Wonder Woman or something like that. And then she becomes that cheetah. I think other people in the world are going to imagine stuff. So the world can go crazy, I don't know. But but yeah, we get we get to see Cheetah for the first time and people were, were a bit scared that, that she's going to look like cats because cats done really badly <laughs> and i must say to me it kind of did a little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> i saw her jumping around all catty and yeah. uh, i don't know how it's going to work oh, is shit. it going to work we'll have to wait and see yeah. so if there's a backlash from the trailer i'm sure they got they'll fix it they've got time to fix it it's not out till next summer but it looked decent though it looked really really good so let's see what happens with that one the music on the trailer mm. of that one is this classic 80s music um Oh, oh yes, yes. But yes, it just kind yeah. of gives it that AE's vibe to it. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah man. Yeah. That's looking good. That's looking good. But sorry, just quickly before we move on, this is just a quick one. Shazam 2 Devaldo. They they announced the, the title of Shazam 2 as well. Oh, what's it gonna be called? Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods. Ah, that's a good title. That's a good title. Fury oh, of the Gods. Geez. Mm. There you have it. And that one's coming out November the 4th, 2022. Mm. Right, now let's move on to a bit of Marvel news, actually, Devado. So this is pretty big as well for um, yes. other people involved. So, But tell us about this one. Big, big news. So we mentioned Olivia Wilde, actually, last week in our uh, anniversary corner. She was in uh, Tron Legacy. Yes. Uh, Olivia Wilde, great actress. She's been acting for years and been in many films uh she also has been directing quite yeah. a few indie, indie films smart. as well yeah yeah exactly so yeah she has now been confirmed as the next uh director to to film or sorry to, to make a spider-man or spider-woman i should say yeah, yeah. <laughs> movie so she's going to be making yeah, a spider-woman movie for marvel and people are sort of you know uh, just guessing who the character could be will, will it be jessica drew Spider-Woman, or will it be Gwen Stacy Spider-Woman, who we recently saw in Spider-Verse? Uh, Jessica Drew's the original, sort of first Spider-Woman character that it was, so maybe they'll go old school with that, or maybe they'll keep it modern. But either way, I think it would be good to actually see this happen on screen, and it'd be good to see a director with, you know, great acting pedigree, as well as, uh, you know, uh, fresh in, uh, directing skills as well to, yeah, to test their skills out. So I'm, I'm pretty sure she'll do all right. I think she's going to do great. I mean, and I think like, I think we've mentioned this on the show before about, you know, these, these uh, major film studios, they, they need to kind of diversify and they want to bring these mm -hmm. female led stories, but they don't yeah. have sometimes female directors. So this is going to be great. You know, we're going to get mm. these new stories, you know, with fresh ideas and fresh faces behind the camera and yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, in front of the camera as well. So that's going to be great news. And, oh, Devado, tell me about this. Okay, so, mm. I mean, you, you're Gosh. a huge fan. You're you're a great fan of this movie. I'm a huge fan of this movie. I watched this movie when I was about 13, 14 years old. I, I reckon that's like, you know, too young to probably watch that, this kind of a movie. But this movie has <laughs> stayed with me for a really long time. I'm talking about The Exorcist. And mm. we know that they made like, uh, there was an XS2 and XS3. They did some prequels. They did some remakes and reboots, you know, um, you know, a while ago. They did a TV show of The Exorcist. That, but, that was quite good, actually. I saw yeah, that. That was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Devaldo, tell us what's going on with The Exorcist. There is going to be a reboot. And this is supposed to be coming out in 2021. I'm going to be shitting myself. If they do a good job on this one, 
I will try and avoid it. And yeah, I don't know. I don't want any 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 any, any more nightmares. But yeah, I mean, this is something that I think they 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 need to do it well or just leave it alone because Exorcist is exactly. one of those films. Nineteen seventy three, I think it was. Yes, it was banned in countries. In some cinemas, they had like you know sick bags. They had yes. uh, ambulances were called out. People fainted. It was a massive, massive thing when it came out. So yeah, yeah they better do a good job on this or just leave it. Man, don't mess with that one. There was a brilliant documentary on BBC just recently. Uh, it was about the the making of of The Exorcist. And I tell you what, man, if if it's still on the BBC iPlayer, go check it out. It's really, really good. And it kind of goes into the history of the story behind the whole Exorcist and the making of the whole thing. And yeah, man, it's, it's really, really great. Talking about reboots, just, just seriously, just a minute on this. Bright 2 is being greenlit and also Bird Box 2 has been greenlit as well. So expect those two coming to Netflix in the next couple of years or so. And the final piece of news that I want to mention is, remember that really, really, really long movie that we saw last year? Or was it this year? Um, the Irishman, Devado. I remember that one. I yeah. had to watch it in two sittings. <laughs> exactly. So, so that movie starred Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. And that was kind of like the fourth or the fifth time that they kind of acted in the same film together. So, But now Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, they are actually going to be teaming up together again alongside Lady Gaga. And remember Lady Gaga when we saw her in um, uh, A Star Is Born? I thought she was really yeah, great in that. Yeah, really well, yeah. She did really well in that one. And this is going to be directed by Ridley Scott. And check this out. This is going to be the life of Gucci. And I didn't even know this. Check this out. I didn't even know this. So uh, Maurizio Gucci, the Italian businessman, obviously, you know, the, you know the name, you know, the brand Gucci is like, you know, worldwide is like, you know, one of those, um, you know, brands that everyone wants to kind of get. Yeah. He was actually killed by his uh, his ex-wife is it yes she orchestrated the whole thing so we don't know like who's robert you know who's is al pacino gonna be playing gucci i don't know like robert De Niro. i don't know what their roles are but those two are going to be teaming up again and it's going to be kind of like a a ridley scott drama and yeah man it's you know it sounds interesting it's kind of intrigued i didn't know that he was murdered yeah man i mean you know what we'll have to wait and see uh you know how this all plays out but uh yeah so it's going to be lady gaga's first film since being in um a star is born mm, cool sounds interesting yeah. nice one all right okay now let's check out box set watches so devaldo tell us about tell us tell us about outcry yeah outcry i saw i saw this documentary uh it's a five-part documentary i saw it on sky but it's also available on hbo i believe and outcry is the term that the authorities use when a young child uh is basically reporting a uh, a crime so if they're, if they're molested or something of a sexual nature, nature or any sort of serious crime when a child you know, reports it, they call it an outcry. And that's what this is about. This is based um, in America. And it's about a, a like, you know, high school, very popular uh, sort of American football student. Uh, so, yeah, he goes to high school and he's obviously, you know, yeah, you know how it is in America. They go there like those uh, high schools where American football is a big, big thing Huge. and they get scholarships and all, all that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So he's there in America. He's really popular. He's, he's getting these scholarships to go, you know, to go further and hopefully turn pro. But while he's, I think, 18 or 19, uh, there's an outcry of a child who says that he molested the child. Oh, and shit. it is massive. Yeah. The child is only like, I think three years old or something or four, something like that. And uh, yeah, and there's video of the child actually saying it, of saying what he did. I'm not going to repeat it on the podcast because it's really, really bad. But yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah, the the child uh, is, they they interview the child and stuff and calling, the the child calls him by name and says what he did. He's arrested and the court, the court procedure that, you know, all the interrogations and all the things that follow it. And all I can say is, without spoiling it, it's five parts. Each part is an hour, and it's it's way more. Uh, there's way more layers to it than I can describe. It's not as simple as it as it sounds. It's not as clean cut as it sounds. Sure. There is a lot of, you know, back and forth on this, and it is just a very very. It just goes to show sometimes what you hear in the press, what you think of, you know, people's. Uh, you know, alleged, uh, you know, crimes and stuff like that. It's not as straightforward. I'm telling you, man. 
it's not straightforward. You can't always jump to, you know, to uh, say someone's guilty until, you know, the whole process has, has, has happened. And even when the process has happened, mate, it's There's still, still not simple. Yeah. I'm, 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 all I'm going to say is it's not as simple. This person is accused, but it's not as it's not as simple as it is. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, years of, 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 of fighting and all sorts. There's pain on all sorts. There's pain on all sides. Yeah. The, the people that have obviously, and the child that has, Gone through this, and then him as well. But yeah, it's a it's a really I like I like documentaries oh, like this, great, uh, yeah. and uh, it's a good one. So yeah, give this one a try. Brilliant. Okay, yeah. that sounds fantastic. So check that out. That's Outcry. And all right, yeah. what can what can what new trailers can people watch? Yeah, so Death on the Nile. So yeah. we saw what was the first one that we saw? It was a uh, uh, Murder the, on the Orient Express, Express, isn't yeah. it? That's right. Directed by uh, Kenneth Branagh. Again, Kenneth Branagh comes to star as Akil Prawo. <laughs> and uh, to direct this as well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Death on the Nile is an all-star cast. I saw the trailer a few days ago and it is uh, led by, well, I'll say led. I mean, it's heavily featured by uh, Wonder Woman herself. Ah. Uh, she's in it. Yeah, so uh, Gal, Gal Gadot, Army Hammer's in this one. Okay. Uh, you've got Letitia Wright, who's uh, uh, Shuri from Black Panther. Black Panther yep. You've got uh, Sophie Okonedo. Uh, you got oh my gosh! Uh, you've even got uh, Daisy Ridley. She's in this as well, I believe. Uh, oh. Russell Brand is in this. Russell, is she? Brand, no, sorry, yeah. she, no, sorry, she was in the last she one. She was in the first up. one. Yeah, yeah, that's she was in the last one. Yeah, uh, you got uh, yeah. So you got Russell Brand is in this one. It's l- many, many stars are in this, so it's going to be an interesting one. It's one of those who who done it. Uh, we, we had Knives Out recently as well. Yes. So it looks like the Who Dunnets are really coming back. They are. You know, but this one looks interesting. So yeah, trailer's out now. It's out in October in uh, in cinemas. So look out for this one, guys. Check Death it on out. the Nile. Ag- Agatha Christie uh, uh, novel. Yeah, Agatha Christie. Yeah, so go check that one out, folks. Um, all right, now let's check out Anniversary Corner. And from 10 years ago, this one, True Nature, it bloody rings a bell. About Is it about a serial killer? Yeah, this one is about the mysterious, and some of these uh, anniversary corner films do have a bit of a bit of a theme going on there. Yeah. So uh, let us know what you can, if you can uh, spot it. But yeah, so Death on the Nile, sorry, Death on the Nile, <laughs> <laughs> True Nature yeah. is about a mysterious disappearance of uh, of a young of a daughter of uh, of 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 the lead, and basically about the hunt and the investigations and trying to find a daughter who uh, basically, weirdly enough, turns up years later or a year later with no memory of what happened. Ooh. And then they got, and then, yeah, then, then there's more of an investigation as to what actually is going on. So very, very mysterious. And uh, just one of those ones that you think, shit, I'll never want to be in that situation, you know? But uh, yeah, so interesting film. So to catch this one, this one I believe is on uh, Rakuten as well. And, to get your Rakuten voucher this week, uh, all you need to do is, uh, let's say this, this week, I think all you need to do is give us actually something new. So give us your interpretation or your idea of a modern great. Oh, a modern great. So a modern great, a film in the last 10 years. Yeah, modern great, last 10 years. Uh, or so you say 20 years, what's modern? It's more than 10 or 20 years. What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, mod, yeah, up, yeah, up to like 10, 50, yeah, let's say 20 years, yeah, up to 20 years. Like yeah. the turn of the millennium. Okay, up to 20 years. So from yeah. 2000 onwards, a modern great. And the person that comes back with the best modern great gets a Rakuten code to rent a movie of your choice. So there you go. There you go. Nice and simple. Right, okay, the next movie, The Dark. And obviously this is, you know, ominous sounding. Um, this is uh, from 2005 and it stars our very own Sean Bean. Yes, it does. Sean Bean, he gets around, you know. This guy, Sean Bean. Man. Mm, Sean Bean gets around. So this one, uh, this was out, what, 10? Yeah, sorry, 15 years ago. So he said to me, 15 years ago. Yeah, and this one here is about, uh, again, a missing uh, daughter, uh, which a, f- a few of these films sort of go by. And yeah, so he, his, his daughter's missing. He has to try and find his daughter. Uh, the police are not doing their job as they normally don't do. And 
yeah, literally, you know, uh, there's a serial killer around that's killing people as they normally do as well. Mm-hmm. And he is suspected of being involved, but he obviously isn't because he's Sean Bean. <laughs> but saying that sometimes Sean Bean is a bit of a, he's... bit of a, weird character sometimes he can be the one that is the doing, one doing the bad stuff yeah yeah exactly uh, but yeah so it's yeah i mean also this one this one's got a bit of a uh fa- fa- a bit of a horror twist to it as well actually because uh after the daughter's missing basically she it turns out that she uh she drowned and she also Basically, the spirit of someone who died 60 years ago comes back. Oh. In the, yeah. In, that doesn't <laughs> it's sound a mad good. One. That's mad. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the spirit of someone that died 60 years ago comes back and starts to look like the daughter and starts to, yeah, haunt them. So that's a bit of a weird one. That is very, very weird film. Yeah. It's not called the dark for no reason. Exactly. So that one there, if you want to watch that one, guys, be my guest. Be our uh, guest. But I won't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, you know what? Let's let kind of like change the gears a bit. Now you may enjoy this one. This one stars Russell Maximus Meridius Crow. And um, mm. this is from 2000 and at round about the year yeah. 2000. So this is, I think a year after uh, Gladiator, wasn't it? Gladiator was 1999. Yeah, I so think you're right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, yeah. so he's yeah. off the success of, of Gladiator. He's this big, mm. huge Hollywood star and, and basically he could kind of green light, you know, any movie. So he stars in this one yep. and it stars, you know, Russell Crowe and it stars, what, I always forget her name again. Uh, Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, mm. so Meg Ryan. And this, again, I remember watching this like a, a long, long time ago. So he plays a... Uh, he goes in to rescue the daughter of someone like a famous, uh, not famous person, but like someone important, right? Or he's a negotiator yeah. or something. Yes, like he's a professional negotiator. That's the one. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was written by, this was written by a guy called Tony Gilroy, who wrote the screenplays mm. for the Bourne movies. Oh, um, serious. There you go. Yes, okay, you go. okay. And um, yeah, so I think, you know, he plays like this professional, he goes in, and that is a terminology that they use within the industry, apparently, is they need to have proof of life. Otherwise, why give the ransom money? Like, Of course, I've heard it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proof of life. They yeah. need proof of life, right? And um, yeah, so it went on to kind of, you know, it, it, it done decent. It made, oh, actually, no, it didn't. It did, I don't think it made his money back, according to Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's set in kind of like South America as well. He's got to go in. You know, and it's Russell Crowe doing Gladiator, but, you know, with, you know, modern oh, day type of thing. Just found, found out something else as well. <laughs> this is a bit naughty. What, 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 what? <laughs> during the filming of this film. Yeah. <laughs> during the making of this film, I should say, uh, Russell Crowe and Meg Ryan became romantically involved. Oh, I getcha. <laughs> yes. And then uh, Meg Ryan and her husband at the time, Dennis Quaid, Quaid. divorced a year later. Oh, my oh God. shit. So for a bit man. of Nikki, that was it, man. Damn. I guess he was looking for proof of wife. <laughs> 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 he got it all right. He got it all right. Bloody Meg hell. Ryan got to go down under and do that. <laughs> That scene with uh, Tom Hanks, but in real life, yeah? That's <laughs> yes. naughty, that is. Oh, that's man. naughty. That's She's bad. married. Exactly. And they're fooling around on set, and that causes a divorce. So, so it I reminds guess it, me it, of, um, what was it? The, um, <laughs> you know, the big one, the big couple, uh, Brad Pitt and what's her face? Oh, and, and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, same thing. Because mm, he, he was with uh, Jennifer Aniston, yeah? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I wonder if they see each other at these red carpet events. They do they do. give each other they, evil? There's pictures of them holding oh, hands man. now. They, 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 they talk. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's I know. crazy. Crazy. I know. I know. Um, all right. Now, let's speak about 25 years ago, 1995. And this is, this is a Nicole Kidman speaking about Australia. So this is Nicole Kidman. She's in this movie. And it also yep. stars Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, man. I don't know. Yes. as well. Oh, gosh. Casey Affleck. Casey. I mean, there's a few stars in this. Wayne oh, Wright. Yeah, that's the guy in Jurassic Park that tried to smuggle smuggle those, uh, um, the, the test tube thingies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he, he died in the mud. Oh my god. You got Kurtwood Smith, who was in, uh, he's, is he Kane? I think he might be Kane. Oh. Yeah, he's Kane. No, he's, 
Oh, he's in he's in Robocop. He's not Kane, but he's in Robocop. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's an all-star cast, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, 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 absolutely. No, no, and it's directed by a guy called Gus Van Sant, who's, he's he's made a couple of decent films, if I can remember mm. that name right. But yeah, so, um, you know, what, it won awards. What what was the kind of plot? I'm trying to remember what the plot for this one was. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, but it's, it's a, a beautiful, naive, aspiring television personality films a documentary on teenagers but with a darker ulterior motive. Mm. So she basically, she basically put the film in a porn film for teenagers and they didn't realize what's going on. Oh shit. Yeah. Shit. But it's, it's a bit more involved than that, but it seems like one of those sort of seductive, bit naughty uh, films where, you know, where someone's taking advantage of someone else and it's going to be like, you know, a, like, you know, relationships being messed up, messed yeah. up and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, someone that's, like, I'm pretty sure, someone that's really driven to get what they want and will do anything to get it, even if it means, uh, you know... Breaking the law. Uh, yeah, breaking the law, but also just exposing people yeah. for their own game, which is what happens a lot these days, you know? So this was back in 1995. So, yeah, exactly. like, literally, the title says it all, to die for. You know, you'll do whatever it takes. You'll whatever be ready to takes. die for it, you know? Yeah, whatever you... Mm. Yeah, exactly, to get what you want. Uh, all right, okay, yeah. now, and finally... So this movie, The Guardian from 30 years ago, this is a movie directed by, talking about The Exorcist, directed by William Friedkin, who directed The Exorcist. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have, I don't know much Gosh, about this, this movie. One. Yeah, this one's, uh, yeah, you're right, it's the same director, isn't it? Yes, yeah. this is about a young couple with a newborn baby. They don't realise that the nanny they hired is a magical nymph. Oh. He sacrifices infants to the evil tree. Oh, my God. Gosh. Oh my gosh. A bit like Rosemary's Babies, but baby, but just a different version. But yeah, imagine that, a, a, a magical nymph. Nymphs derive from uh, Greek mythology, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yeah, the nymphs, they remember they were on, on Odysseus and the... Um, yes, the island and they were calling them over or something. They calling them yeah? over, yeah. And then, that's, yeah. then they got stuck there for like like 10, to like 20 years or whatever it was. Yes, because they, could, they, was there they, they couldn't, they were like given so many pleasures, they, were, they couldn't leave, exactly. isn't it? And time time moves differently there, I think, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, That's why they call them nymphomaniacs, isn't it? Because exactly. That's where the word nymphomaniac that's comes weird. from. That's yeah. Like, I mean, you've met a few over the years, I know, right? But I mean, like, come on, man. Like, dish it out. That's but, crazy. Um, this, but this, this movie sounds crazy as well. Like, The Guardian, like, this is so bad. So it's like this. So um, it says, the couple soon discover the nanny to be a hamadri... Ham- I don't know how you say this. Hamadra did, whose previous... Previous clients' children went missing under her care. Oh my gosh! Um, she needs to get a background check. Maybe, maybe in those days they didn't do them. <laughs> <laughs> can I hear your? Can I see your references, please? And like you know, can I contact yeah. them and like you know, do that all that other shit? But Excuse yeah, man. Me, miss. <laughs> Seeing that your children have been going missing and also a bit of sorcery has been spotted in your house upon receiving child. So where is child after sorcery has taken place? Oh we would like gosh. to know. Please get back to us in 28 days. <laughs> but yeah, so William Fredkin, I mean, he's no stranger to obviously supernatural horror. I mean, The Exorcist is yeah, probably one of the yeah. biggest horror movies out there. So, um, yeah, it's kind of yeah. him returning to film. I don't know if it did any well. Uh, do you know if this movie did really well, Devado? It done okay uh, in the box office. I mean, he he can dine off Exorcist, you know, forever. So forever, exactly. people, what's his name? It says, directed by The Exorcist yeah. director. People are going to go to cinema and watch it, you know. So it's, it done relatively well, but it wasn't a massive, massive blockbuster, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He done another great movie from the 70s uh, called The French Connection. Really, really good movie as well. Uh, classic. All right, okay, now, Devaldo, let's get into film reviews. Now, you've got a movie for us, which is yes. called The... <laughs> exactly and this movie yeah so this one uh, I we, I think I saw the trailer for it a, a few weeks ago and I thought this looks interesting because it stars Nicolaj Costa Waldu ah, and that name might not ring a bell but he is yes he is Jamie Lannister uh, a Lannister always pays his debts he's the king slayer he is yes Jamie Lannister and yeah so his character he's sorry this actor uh, p- plays the lead role in this film uh, and it's an interesting film. Basically it's about, uh, he, he used to be a hunter 
and he no longer hunts, uh, but he's got great hunting skills and stuff, which is going to come in handy. But his daughter went missing. He was married, by the way, and his daughter went missing on his watch. So he had his daughter in his car. I think she must have been about 11 at the time or something like that. They went into a shop. He went into the shop, said, wait in the car, came back. She was missing. I, I don't know what happened, but she went missing, never came back. Years have passed. Him and his wife have broken up now. He's like he's like a drunk. He he's a broken man. Lives in, broken, very broken man. And uh, and he is still looking for his daughter. Years later, he still believes she's alive. Now, there's someone else in these woods. Where the area is, it's very woody. It looks like Canada, the outback. Right. Very woody area, very uh, isolated. In this area, there are other girls going missing as well. For some reason, it's like people are going missing. Yeah, but now, but bodies are being found now. So there's another girl goes missing, her body's found, and there's sort of like a, a pattern. Their, their necks are cut, so their voice box is cut out, so they can't speak. That's why it's called the silencing. The person kidnaps them, cuts out their voice box, they can't speak and nothing, so they can't call for help. And then the person lets the girl go in the woods while they hunt them. The person likes to hunt, yeah. So they make them think they can get away, but then they hunt them and then they kill them and then the police find them and they can't find who this person is. But obviously we've got Jamie Lannister on the case. And uh, <laughs> so once he he finds out what's going on, he thinks, okay, this person might have taken my daughter. So he wants to get involved and help. And there's a cop involved, this sheriff. She's uh, quite a new sheriff. She is trying to help as well, but then her brother is a bit of a down and out druggy. They think he's involved. It's all twisted because she tries to protect her brother. And it's it's mad. It's like, she's, you're not sure what side she's on. So the brother did it. It's a bit it. of a twisted one. Pardon? The, brother, the brother's the killer. Well, that's what you think, but it's not as straightforward as that. I, I wouldn't spoil it so uh, yet. So I'll say, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's an interesting one. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not, a, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a great, great, great film. I'd probably give this one a six- a six and a half out of 10. Okay. Because it does have some good elements, like some really clever, like hunting skills that's ha- that happens in this. The shooting is, is uh, the, the cinematography is done quite well. There's a really nice wooded area with pine trees that lends to the sort of uh, isolation, sort of yeah. hunt or be hunted kind of feel. And it's very, very visually striking. So that does add to the film. If that if it wasn't for that, the film would, the film would be very, very bland. Right, okay. But... Uh, the performances are quite. I mean, Jamie Lannister. He's he's called <laughs> calling him Jamie Lannister. Sorry, <laughs> Nicolaj Wold, uh, Costa Woldu. He's a good actor, so he does well. He's great. Yeah, he's and, good. And uh, yeah, he's good. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a, it's a well 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 rounded film. It's not like mag- magical, but it does its job. And uh, there are a couple of twists which I do like. Which I think if the twist didn't happen, it'll be very very predictable and, and dry. But there's a few twists in this that really help it along. It's not a long film. It's about an hour and a half. So it's not too much of your time. But yeah, decent film. And uh, this one just came out this year. So this will be out on, not on Rakuten yet, but it'll be out on like, you know, digital demand. So you, you, so you have to pay for this one. So uh, yeah, so this one, I'll give this one a six and a half out of 10. Uh, the silence in, uh, go and watch that now where you can. All right, brilliant. Um, yeah, so hopefully I can check that one out. But listen, I want to speak about a movie now. Listen, listen, I had a pretty busy yep. weekend. Let me just kind of like point this out, right? Like, you know, with all the, you know, kids and stuff, whatever. I had a busy weekend. I watched two movies. Uh, well, actually, I watched three movies this weekend. And uh, one of the movies that I watched was a Russian sci-fi movie which I midway through oh. the movie, yeah, it's called it's called um, Sputnik. Sputnik, right? I was going to watch that. Right, I was going to watch that. Right. So, so <laughs> listen, but let me tell you what they right. So, um, so I watched three movies, and that was one of them, and I fell asleep. But listen, that's not to say anything. That's not that's not to say like you know it's a bad movie. But listen, I fell asleep during that one, and I thought, okay, look, you know what? I can't review that one. Let me review the second movie that I that I watched, and um, the second movie was a movie that I. absolutely did not fall asleep through it's called clemency it was made last year just been released this year it won the grand jury prize at the sundance film festival and it stars alfrey woodard who's um she's a brilliant actor she's um she was cottonmouth's sister in um in luke cage really really, okay right really really great actress she's she's absolutely amazing she's oh she was also in the war wasn't she she was a mum whose son that's it uh 
Right, there's going to be like a doctor. Sokovia or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she stars in this movie. She plays a, um, a, a prison warden called Bernadine Williams. And this movie is, it's not a, it's not a true story, but it's, it, it kind of gets its inspiration from an event that happened in America in 2011, where a, where an African-American, he was sentenced to, to death row and he was executed. And so when I mentioned that, that you kind of know exactly what type of a movie this is. So she plays the warden of a prison where she has been in charge of 12 executions. The movie starts off with, uh, you know, the, this execution that goes through. And I'm telling you, Devaldo, right, this is is so gut-wrenching it's just so kind of the way they depict this whole yeah the way they depict this whole um this execution and the thing is right this uh execution it it gets botched up there's this kind of like a a uh, something goes wrong in there and it's just the most excruciating thing to watch because the acting is absolutely brilliant right and It's about her life and about her basically trying to wrestle with being a warden and with having to go through, you know, these executions. There's another actor in this movie called uh, Aldis Hodge. Watch out for this guy. I'm telling you, right, he's going to be really, really big. He's going to turn up in some like Marvel movie or some DC movie. He's going to be huge. He gives a brilliant performance of another inmate who's on death row, who is about to be executed. And it's about his story as well. And about kind of the process, uh, you know, what it's like for him. And he was an agent, agent, agents of Shield, you know. I think was he okay? Yeah, man, this guy, I think he's so. great. I'm getting mixed up with someone else. He's good. Yeah, he's been in quite a few. He's he been was in Invisible, Invisible Man recently. He was in that was straight. it. Oh my gosh, mm, he played good. the mate of um, Moss, Elizabeth Moss. Yes, yes, the yes, copper. yes. A lot of ladies like this guy. <laughs> I tell you what, this guy, he's going to be really great. This movie is directed by a Niger- Nigerian-American called Chinonye uh, Chukwu. And um, okay. yeah, she, this is her directorial debut, man. And I'm telling you, this movie is a smack to the guts, man. you got to watch it because mm-hmm. Alfred Woodard, she's absolutely amazing. She carries this movie, right? Just the emotion, the heartbreak, the cracks that she goes through. You know, at the beginning of the movie she's really strong and she's like you know what this is my job i love this this is my profession and you know what we've got to follow the rules but slowly slowly the cracks start to appear in her life she's got a a fractured relationship with her husband played by wendell pierce from the wire and you know the people around her are kind of supporting her she kind of she's she's drinking more and she's trying to justify the the kind of job that she's doing and by the end of the movie the, the the weight of the situation is just too heavy for her to to bear and it's just Mm. gut-wrenching and you know that netflix movie um uh you know when they see us yeah you you know ava devune directed that movie you this movie has got to be spoken about in the same breath that movie is powerful right yeah man this movie is brilliant i I heard about it right i you know there was reviews that came out of it and um people were just saying like you know this this movie is is is, you know you gotta watch this movie and for me man it's powerful the 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 directing is brilliant the acting is superb the only thing is i would say is where was her name mentioned during the oscars man she was just basically sidelined Mm -hmm. seriously man she Mm -hmm. deserves like much more so all i'm gonna say is you won't be able to catch this movie on uh rakuten just yet so it's something that you're gonna have to pay for but i highly highly recommend you go out and pay for it you can actually get it on the bfi film player which is kind of like you know the british film institute's um uh like streaming service uh, okay. it's definitely worth it I would definitely go out spend that money uh, it's a great piece of acting and it's called Clemency and uh, yeah you should definitely go out and watch it nice one that was a really good review you know yeah. do you know what I feel like I feel like watching this right now do it man it's, like, it's right after this great, I might actually have to go great, find great, that great 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 movie and I'll kind of point you in the right direction of where to get it um, but listen we've got have we got time for one more Divider one more yeah, have you got yeah, time yeah. in Gem so this uh, hidden gem we spoke about a few weeks ago and this is a really weird film, really weird title, and it's called She Dies Tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, really, really weird one. So this film, <laughs> I won't um, labour it too much, but I'll sort of 
I won't spoil it as well. But this one is uh, this one. This one came out this year. Uh, again, you can find it on. I don't think it's available to rent on Rakuten, but you can find it elsewhere to purchase, I believe. Uh, this one stars Kate Lynn Shiel, among other stars as well. Also, Chris Messina is in this film. Chris Messina we saw in uh, Birds of Prey recently. He's been in uh, Devil by M. Night Shyamalan. Also stars Josh Lucas. Oh, that and name Josh Lucas. Yeah, I first saw him in Hulk, 2003, Ang Lee's one. That's he was it. the, uh, the, the he stars Talbot. He was an annoying like government person that That's was trying it. to hunt hunt down. And Hulk just kicks him China. through the window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dirty kick, you know. <laughs> now, why wasn't he dead but, after that kick? I do not know. I do not know. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this film here, yeah, so it's directed by Amy Simetz, uh, uh, and she's been in many different films, Pet Cemetery recently, uh, Get Shorty, a uh, bunch of different films, and she wrote and directed this one. So this is a real good indie flick for her. And this one is a weird film. And basically the title says it all. She Dies Tomorrow is a film about a lady who wakes up one day and some weird sort of, well, we see them as lights, but in her head, something goes on and it tells her that she's going to die tomorrow. And she lives, yeah, and she lives out the day literally with that sensation so heavy on her mind that it controls her every thought and she believes uh-huh. she's going to die tomorrow. She goes to visit a friend or a friend comes to visit her, I think. And do you know the funny thing is? This feeling is contagious because then that friend oh, also gets shit. the feeling that she's going to die tomorrow. And then she starts to feel just a weight of like uh, depression and just not, not knowing what to do. And just that burden of I'm going to die tomorrow. They believe it 100%. Nothing can change their mind. And then she goes to visit her brother. He's having a dinner party. And guess what happens? They all start. They all, oh, yep, it's man. contagious. They don't get it straight away. They get it a bit, a bit later, but they all get it. And we see it visually as these lights that sort of flash, a bit like a psychedelic kind of Mandy kind of light show, oh, very dark right. purple, yes. red, yeah, 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 yeah. very moody. So it's a bit like that. And music starts playing, but in their head, I mean, we see it as this, but then it cuts to what they see and you just see nothing. They're just standing there talking to themselves in a weird way. And that's what other people see in a restaurant or something. So it's really, really, it's contagious. It's like a, there's, there's a, there's a, there's actually a scientific, like a name or a condition like this, where, you know, thoughts or feelings are contagious. Studies have been, yeah, studies have been, have been done where you tell someone in the group that this is going to happen or that's going to happen. People start believing it and it kind of spreads because, Things can be, a thought or feeling can be contagious. I mean, look at, obviously right now we're going through coronavirus, you know, I know many people that haven't got it, but they've been told it's there. They've been told to act like this. They've been told to do this. And they assume those, you know, thoughts and processes. Mm. And it, it literally, depending on how people say it, you will assume that and just believe it. And then, you know, that'd be you. So it can happen on a, on a deeper level. It can happen. Uh, but yeah, so this film is weird, and each, each person that gets the the feeling and that they're going to die tomorrow exhibits it in different ways. It's really crazy. You get parents that go, they feel it, and they go and hug their child, and they say to the child, "We're going to die tomorrow," and the child's like, "What?" what? Oh <laughs> Honestly, gosh. it's mad. But they're hugging the child and not not letting the child go because they know when tomorrow comes, they're going to be dead. That's what they think. And it's it's uh, real. I'm not going to say what happens when tomorrow does come. I'm not going to say. But it's a really, it's, it's a quick film. It's like an hour sounds and, really good. An hour and 25 minutes, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's an hour man, and 25 minutes. Not a long film. Yeah. You've got to check it out. You've got to check it out. It's a decent film. But yeah, it's, it's a weird film. So don't go looking for no blockbuster or anything that's going to be really exciting. It's just a weird film. And I think it's it's made to be a bit depressing like that as well. Uh-uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, man, that sounds really good. What a great little gem that is. Um, nice little hidden gem. Exactly. That's on... Uh, 
That's how that's that's literally out this year. So you have to find that somewhere, right. <laughs> Google Play or exactly. Apple. Now we'll pay find for it, it somehow. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. find it. So listen, folks, listen. That's about all we've got time for. We hope you yep. enjoyed uh, the show. We hope you enjoyed the movies that we've kind of spoken about. And if you're in any doubt on where to kind of catch these movies, get in touch with us. We'll kind of send you the links and you know all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, uh, if you want to win a movie code, just like Deval said. Uh, you know, drop us a modern movie great from the last 20 years. Let us know what that is. And we will definitely, definitely send you that code out. Devout, this has been fantastic. And uh, we, we shall do this again. Definitely. Peace out, guys. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.